Yeah, so that's a great story, Dean, and it, it does seem to be a fairly typical journey. And um, granted, it doesn't work for everybody, but in, in most cases, when you are getting a high-quality doll, uh, the initial meeting, it does generally seem to actually exceed people's expectations. Uh, so moving on from there, um, what people will probably want to know at this point is, um, what do you get out of the, the continued ownership of a doll, uh, and in your case, multiple dolls? How does that journey continue? Certainly, you know, having dolls has, has given me a lot, and it's a very rewarding hobby, and it continues to surprise me, the things that I can do. I never thought that I'd be making documentaries for the BBC <laughs> a couple of years ago but I did one in December and it turned out quite nicely and I've just done another one recently well to begin with back in October 2016 when I got my first doll Sarah my brain began to be fooled that I had company uh, which was something that I was hoping for to be honest because uh, although I was wouldn't say I was overly lonely I was finding I was spending you know I could go a couple of days without seeing anyone and in those early few weeks it was quite funny actually I'd forget that I'd put Sarah in the conservatory so I'd walk in and have a bit of a jump when I realised that there was you know it looked like somebody was sitting there so that was it was fun it was a fun time actually but it wasn't until a few weeks several weeks maybe a month uh, after she'd arrived that I first started to do a serious photo shoot with her taking some photographs with a half decent camera and looking back at the results I was suitably impressed and I then began to see the potential for using a doll for photography. And then after doing a little bit more research online, I was introduced to the incredible work of the artist and photographer Stacy Lee, based in New York, who'd been using dolls from way back in the early noughties, um, using real dolls. And her work was just so astounding to me that I just it propelled me forward. I thought, well, if I can get anything like those sorts of results, I mean, admittedly, you know, I wasn't using a real doll, I was using a TPE doll. That's when it all sort of kicked off for me. And I, after a, f a few weeks of photographing Sarah, I immediately then started thinking, oh, I could do with some variety here. Looked into getting another doll. And then in January of 2017 did. And it really sort of took off from there. And I've ended up now with a dozen, I think. So that is the main thing I get out of having a doll, the, the photography. I have so much fun with it. It's led me into areas that I hadn't been to before, like talking to the media. I've participated in a few documentaries about it, uh, and that's all been quite fun. Then, of course, what is the sex like with a doll? Well, for me, it didn't uh, happen straight away. I was a bit in awe of Sarah, to be honest, when she arrived. I just used to sort of cuddle up with her in bed. And that happened for a few weeks like that until one night where I think I must have woken up from a dream and clearly my subconscious had taken over a bit and I just thought that she was real. And that continued while I was semi-awake. Then things did happen and it was an incredible experience, I have to say. A far better experience than I could have imagined, you know, when I was first looking into getting a doll. I've got a lot out of having a doll, definitely. It keeps me busy. I'm retired and I worked previously in a very full-on intensive job. So going from that to not working and you, know, you also, when you retire, you lose a lot of your social circle as well. So it was good for me to have 
something extra to do and having a dozen dolls there's a degree of work involved with maintenance and repair and then there's the clothing and of course the the photo shoots that I do they can take up a whole day just doing one shoot I'm fortunate enough that I have a deal where I provide photographs for a particular company they're not they don't put too much pressure on me but now and again they'll put a request in for a photo shoot and yeah that gives me some purpose you know, which is important for someone that's retired and I'm 59 nearly 60 to get another job now would be difficult to say the least particularly the experience I had in working in psychiatry so it's been great for me to to have this outlet it's propelled me on really and, and helped me to be a bit more creative I, I can look back at the photographs that I did back in 2016 and yeah, I sort of laugh at them now. I'd like to think I've improved considerably in the last three years. I've shamelessly nicked ideas from other photographers, and that is the beauty of being part of the doll community. You know, you get to see other people's work, and there are several notable photographers around the world that they're just incredible with what they do. And that always encourages me to try and emulate them, which is just great fun. So I think you touched on something really important there, um, in that the companionship is is real enough to alleviate the loneliness that many people can feel, and and that with a new person in in your life, you can have a, a whole new focus and purpose that can it can add a, an additional component to your life in in much the same way any relationship can. So with all these positives, why, why do you think that it's the, they're still a bit stigmatised and that guys would still be embarrassed talking about them in a public arena? I mean, I guess a lot of it is also wrapped up in our attitudes to sex generally. And it's not just limited to our culture. You see it throughout the world. But, but I guess particularly in more religious cultures. Yeah, even in an open Western society like ours, we do still have some very curious hang-ups about sex. Saying that, I mean, my, certainly my kids' generation seem to be a lot more relaxed and open about things, and thank goodness for that, because I used to work in psychiatry, and I, I, I have seen the damaging effect that it can have when someone's sexuality has been suppressed because they may have for example, been gay and not been comfortable to come out as that and so felt pressured to conform. But we should also be able to just talk openly about sexual matters without getting embarrassed about it. But we still do. I mean, I still find myself blushing a bit talking about what I do. I mean, I haven't had a relationship with a, a real woman now for three years, but I do have a lot of fun with my synthetic ladies. And once you relax into the whole concept of being with a doll and uh, use your imagination, it, it can be very realistic and very impressive, actually. <laughs> I've spoken about it a bit before on the doll forum I'm a member of, and my experience seems to mirror other people's where they were initially perhaps a bit reticent about the whole thing. But once you relax into it, it's, it can be very rewarding and fulfilling. Certainly, you know, if people are sitting on the fence about it, I would uh, you know, certainly encourage them to, to at least try. It's not for everybody, though, because, you know, these dolls can be very heavy and require a degree of looking after and maintenance. But for me, that's all part of the fun. I just, I like that. Um, you know, I've usually got, because I've got so many dolls, 
there's one or two that need a little bit of attention, a little bit of work, and it doesn't bother me at all. I quite enjoy it, actually. But then I've always been a fiddler in my life. So my experience has been when I've introduced people to my dolls, they are impressed by the way they look. I think that some people try not to think of them as something that's been used in a sexual way. So they'll focus primarily on my photography. And that's fine, you know, if it makes them feel comfortable, that's great. But if someone says to me, oh, do you have sex with her? I might say, oh, absolutely, and it's been blooming marvellous. Or I might say, um, well, no, not with her, because she's primarily a, a photo model, but I have done with the other, that other girl over there. So sometimes they're bemused by that. But I, I think that the majority of people, it does pique their interest. It's like the elephant in the room. they got a feeling that's what's going on, but they'd rather not know. But then again, some who are more open-minded say, oh, yeah, tell me all about it. And if they are like that, I'm, I'm happy to do so. But for me, you know, trying to make love dolls more acceptable to the general population, I find it, it's probably more diplomatic for me to not go into too much detail about the sexual aspects. I primarily, when I talk to the media, I focus on, you know, what I do with photography. But, you know, I just, I think it would be wonderful in the future if we could just sit down and have a grown-up discussion about it and just say, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, I've got this doll and uh, I take it to bed and it's great. It would be so nice to, to see that happen in our society because I think if we did, people would be a lot healthier mentally. There's nothing wrong with it. It's not the deviant behaviour as some people paint it to be. It's, it's perfectly normal and natural and it can be wonderful. I feel... <laughs> very close to, to all my ladies that I have. You know, I care for them a lot. And I know that sounds a little illogical because they're not real, but they are to me to a degree in as much that I care for them more than I would do, say, a, you know, a piece of furniture or whatever. And, of course, this is the, the whole... Another aspect to it that some people find a little bit worrying because they think, oh, that guy's gone so far down the rabbit hole that he, he talks to his dolls. Well, I, I wouldn't say that I've done that, because um, I, know, I know my feet are still on the ground. But, you know, when you're spending so much time with something that looks so beautiful, you can't help but get attached to it. Yeah, I mean, I think that's fairly common sense. You're right. And, and I think you're also right about not purely focusing on the sexual side of things, because as, as you've demonstrated, there's so much more than that. So I, I wonder, do, do you think that a lot of the negativity does come from, from that narrow focus? Whilst I would say that love dolls have become a bit more pervasive in the public awareness and there have been some rather positive media representations of them in the last year or so. I mean, the truth is they are, they are still quite heavily stigmatised for a variety of reasons. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if the, the main one is in people's minds they still see uh, a doll as one of those inflatable things that you, know, you used to get in the the 80s and, and I guess are still available, can look a little bit ridiculous, to be honest. Obviously, you know, the technology has improved significantly in the last 15 years or so. And so the realism that is available 
to the manufacturers of TPE dolls and silicon dolls. They can knock your socks off, really. You, when you meet them in the flesh, they can look very realistic. And that's certainly been my experience when I've taken my dolls out in public for a photo shoot. And occasionally I will get people come up and, and chat to me and they'll ask, oh, you know, what's that? You know, she looks so real, they usually say. And then I tactfully explain that, well, she, you know, what she is. And they're often surprised and they say, oh, well, that's not what I thought they would look like. So, I mean, the stigma's there. Uh, unfortunately, the media, in certainly in the UK, doesn't help because it often, to sell papers, it tends to over-sensationalise the thing and you know, can't get the word sex in there enough. Uh, so whenever I have any dealings with the media, one of the first things I will say is, look, can we just drop the whole name sex doll? Just call them dolls if, if, if you have to call them anything, because they can be so much more than that. Yes, sure, they, are pro they were primarily designed for sexual gratification, but they can be a lot more than that. And I think manufacturers have cottoned onto it, because, I mean, if you look at the uh, improvements and enhancements in the design, Things like the enhanced skeleton with shrugging shoulders and hinge necks. I mean, these aren't things that particularly improve the sexual aspect of the doll. But certainly, if you're using one for photography, they do help an awful lot. So I think the manufacturers have, have cottoned on to the, the multiple uses thing. And hopefully, you know, the media will catch up with this and realise that, um, you know, the, the term sex doll is so limiting and... Whilst it, it may have initially been, you know, accurate, because that's what they may have initially been designed for, they have become more than that. I mean, I'm aware of people that have multiple dolls. They don't use them for sex, actually, at all. They, they use them just for company, maybe, or, or just purely for photography. So, I mean, I'm optimistic that the stigma will get chipped away. It, it's, it's still there. I mean, I, you know, I... I post stuff on, on uh, social media and I still get comments now and again say, oh, well, that looks a bit creepy, which probably has more to do with the whole concept of the uncanny valley aspect of dolls. When you get something that looks so real, but yet when you meet it in the flesh, you can see, ah, that's not real. Some people react adversely to that. They don't like it because they feel like their senses have been tricked. Whereas, you know, for me, and I think for, for the majority of doll owners, we love it. You know, we, I personally am completely fascinated by the whole thing of dolls, of AI, of robotics. To me, it's just all fantastic. I can't wait for, you know, say, Harmony, for example, to start walking around and, you know, making a cup of tea. I mean, I'm not sure if I'll live long enough to see it, but... That would be fun. To get back to the, the whole issue of st the stigma attached to, to dolls, I think it's just down to people like me to maybe just be a bit more open about it and talk about it. Sure, talk about the things I do with regard to photography. Uh, not to forget the fact that they can also be very good for certainly helping lonely people with regard to sex. It can really enhance the sexual experience if you haven't got a partner. Uh, it can be incredible. You know, all you've got to do, do is have a little imagination. So we've got a way to go yet because, you know, they're not quite mainstream. I mean, certainly you don't see them being sold in any major retail stores just yet. But I can see it coming, hopefully in the not-too-distant future. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I can see that coming too. I, I, there's a lot of things, I think, on the cards for the industry. It's um, it's not finished yet, really. I, th- I think it's it's just getting started. Uh, so, you know, I'd like to say thanks for, for everything you've done here today and uh, for, for what you are doing in general. I think it's absolutely fantastic. I think it's crucial that you are getting your story out there and you're getting it out from a from a, a normal, healthy point of view. Uh, it will normalize it for a lot of people out there and it will it will it will help to push the industry. Uh, I, you know, I'll talk to you again after this and Dean and, and, you know, just thanks very much for doing what you do. 